0: Welcome to the Global Missions Inc. podcast. Today's episode features Robert Prasad. I'd like to read with you in the book of Isaiah, chapter 6, a very popular, familiar portion of scripture. And it's verse 1, 2, 3, and 4. Four verses in in chapter 6. First of all, as we read this verse, I'd like to give you a little bit of background to it. Isaiah was supposed to be related to King Uzziah. And it says here that, that King Uzziah, he was king... He was appointed on the throne or set on the throne there at the age, at a young age, I think 16 years. And he was the king of Israel. But something strange happened. After being the king for a number of years, he wanted to step out of his lane and he wanted to do the functions of the priest. And that caused a big problem. And so in his rebellion, and wanted to do his own thing, the Lord struck, struck him down with leprosy. And so we read these words from the prophet Isaiah. He says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. When the earthly king passed away, Isaiah saw the vision of a heavenly king, the real king of kings, sitting on the throne. And he was high and lifted up in all his regal power, majestic power. There he was. And that vision seems to have shifted from the kingdom realm right into the priesthood realm. And it says, and his train build a temple. Speaking about a throne and the kingdom, it switched right over to his train, build a temple. Temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain covered his face and with twain he covered his feet and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto the other and said, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord of hosts, the whole earth is full of his glory. When I think of all of the attributes of God, His love, His grace, His compassion. In my mind no other attribute transcends his attribute of holiness. We find holy being in the third degrees. Or three times. Holy, holy, holy. You see, the only way in scriptures the words come twice, like verily, verily, I see unto you, or truly, truly, I see unto you, and so forth. But holy, it's, it's way beyond. Holy is the Lord God. And the whole earth is filled with His glory. And the posts of the door moved. At the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. Filled with the glory of God. And the people, the, the Israelites had experienced that. That there were times when the temple was filled with the glory of God. The priests could not enter in because of the glory of God. And that was so much in the scripture and Love that beautiful song. Take me into the holy of holies. Take me in by the blood of the Lamb. Take me into the holy of holies. Take hold. Cleanse my lips. Here I am. So in worshipping God, Isaiah, he had all these questions marked behind into his mind. When he began to worship the Lord, he saw the Lord and his whole perspective was changed to that in worship. What am I saying? That in worshiping God, we can extend our faith to Him. Our faith is builded as we worship the true and the living God because we began to see who He is. And the book of Hebrews which is the faith chapter in Hebrews chapter eleven? As you read through that whole chapter, do that. There's some advice, some homework when you home. But in chapter eleven, verse six, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Without faith, it's impossible. Now, the Lord says, all things are possible. This is one of the scriptures that really speaks to me. It says, it is impossible to please him without faith. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. God rewards the person who constantly seek him. In seeking him we worship him. We see the veils just remove all of the struggles that Isaiah went through with the kingdom and everything that was happening in Israel, that was just moved away and he saw the Lord. We need a vision to see the Lord as He is, in His glory, in His power in His majestic power, in His priesthood, that we could worship Him, worship worship the Lord. I, I'd like to say that God has made us into what I call worshipful human beings. That we, could, we are made specifically to worship God. Visitor, turn it, that's what we are called to do, to worship God. And faith in God is very important. We come together, I'm going to ask you to just believe the Lord. Lay aside the things that sometimes places a lot of doubts in our minds. In Romans chapter 12 verse 3, the word of God says, God had dealt to everyone, every one of us, that measure of faith. So God has given to us that gift of faith. Each one of us, that measure of faith, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 3. Something that is being implanted in us. And that's wonderful to know. That because of that faith that is being implanted in us, we see and experience God's power. Sometimes we may look at things, well, that person may not be a Christian. And that person may be such a sinner and all the rest. But do you know, and I'm saying this specifically on the grounds of the word of God, which can be proven, a person who might be an, uh, uh, um, one that is outside, totally outside, and they come in and they exercise their faith and believe God, they receive from God. That's, and I'll tell you what, there is a woman, um, the Syrophoenician woman, do you remember, do you remember her in the, in the scriptures? And, um, you know, she came to Jesus because her daughter needed de- deliverance. And so she came to Jesus. I'm just going to paraphrase here. And when she came to Jesus, he said unto her, I cannot feed, give you the children's bread. That's the children's bread. But you know what? She being an outsider, she kept on like a bulldog. She kept on in her faith and she said, yes, Lord, that is so. But even the dogs eat the crumbs from the children's table. Isn't that something? And so that's what the Word of God is asking us to do. All odds might be against us. The biggest advantage that we have tonight is that we have Jesus Christ in our hearts. That's what is going for us. And if God could honor the faith of a Syrophoenician woman, an outsider. And you know what the Lord says? Okay, go home. And By the time she reached home, her daughter was completely delivered. Hallelujah. God honored her faith. I'm saying to you, based on the grounds of the word of God, He will honor your faith. Put your trust in Him. Regardless of how things may look. Uh, regardless of how... how Great it may appear to be. God is able. And he is able to do that. And by the way. That scripture is found in Mark chapter 7 verse 25. And it's going on to verse 30. Those five verses. Of that Syrophoenician woman. And, but if we lack faith. If we lack that ingredient. I use the word ingredient. If we lack faith we find that we need to come back to the altar. We need to come back to ask the Lord, Lord, touch me. Strengthen my faith. Help me to see. Help me to believe. And cast away all doubts. Because the lack of faith comes about from the lack of teachings. The lack of faith comes about because of the lack of teachings. How do I know that? In Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'll say to us, God's word has never failed. When we put our trust and confidence on the bedrock of God's word, He will move on our behalf. We have to accept that Ladies and gentlemen, we have to accept that. There is no other alternative, especially when things are going against us. And there is no lucky thing here. Or a good thing this has happened, or a lucky thing. Let's change our vocabulary. If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, what can be against us? And so tonight, I'm asking you to extend your faith. I'm asking you to reach out and touch the Lord. He is honoring your faith. He will do it. You're a child of God. Just as you receive salvation is a gift from God. It is His gift to us. And we experience that wonderful salvation. In the same way, we receive that gift of faith from God. And so we exercise that. And by the way, there's a difference between faith of God, the faith of God, and faith in God. The faith of God represents that is God's gift to us, it's God's faith. And nothing should be able to destroy that, right? So do not allow your faith to be discouraged. I know that what we are going through here in the the United States, all over the world, has been in the doldrums, has been some difficulties. But I say unto you, now is the time that God is ready to do something new, something different, something He's never done before on your behalf. And if you believe it, God will do it for you. And that's what I want to encourage you here tonight. You know, it has been said that in the United States, over 4,000 churches were closed. That bothered me. But even though that is happening, something else is happening behind the scenes. And God is doing a great and a mighty work. We're hearing about little places like Osbury in Kentucky and we hear about 40 years ago what happened in um, North Battle for Saskatchewan and in 1905 what happened in, the, in Wales with the Welsh revival in 1906 what happened in the Azusa Street and all these things some things might be historical but God is God and he always will be God and I'll say to you do not be discouraged you know where is Osbury uh, um, Kentucky it might be somewhere geographically out there, but it's deep in our hearts. I'll say to you that Wales, you know, that happened when God erupted and changed the whole paradigm of things there in Wales. Where is that place now? That might be a physical place there, but it's deep in our hearts. Because all over the world, the Spirit is moving. All over the world, as the prophet said it would be, there's a mighty, glorious, powerful revelation of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, I, I, I want to encourage you on that. This faith that you have is not totally not your faith. It's the faith of God. And so, God would give us the opportunity to exercise that faith, the faith of God, then we come from time to time, in our in the progress of time, we have to exercise that faith in God, notice the difference of the preposition, faith of God and faith in God, so we need to put our trust in God, because that's very important, you know, I like to quote for you, that scripture in the book of Hebrews, one of my favorite scripture. No, know, it says, Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed with so great a cloud of witnesses, great a cloud of witnesses who have gone on before, a great powerful crowd of witnesses, let us do what? Lay aside every weight, everything that so easily beset us and discourages us and brings that kind of feeling over us, that darkness. Let's lay it aside in the name of Jesus. And let's trust God now. Let's just lay it aside. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. That's what the scripture is called. And it says in verse 21, in Hebrews 12, it says, looking unto who? Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Now, who is Jesus? He is the author and the finisher of Our faith. He's the author. He's the finisher. That means what he has started, he's able to finish. He's the complete. He's our faith. Our faith is in Jesus Christ. I don't know, but our faith is in Jesus Christ. And this is the advantage that we find over and over, all over the places that we go. We have found that the enemy might be doing his work. That's his business. And we want to focus on God's business. What God has for us. It says here, "For uh, He is the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of of the throne of God. That's, That's a position that we can just be thankful for. So, don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. This faith is not a a big, large amount of faith. No, it's a tiny mustard seed faith. Every man, God has given us that mustard. And we tend to look at things quantitatively. Or we tend to look at things from a physical perspective. But God sees beyond that. And I want us to see beyond just the size of a mustard seed. The scripture speaks of that in the book of Luke chapter 13 verse 18. It says, Then said he, that's Jesus, unto what is the kingdom of God like? I love this term, the kingdom of God. Don't you? The kingdom of God is like a net. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. That was Jesus' principal message. The kingdom of God. And to enter into the kingdom, we have to come in by faith to be in the kingdom we have to be retained by faith we are kept by faith we have to believe in these things and accept the lord and it says unto what is the kingdom of god like unto and whereunto shall i resemble it it is like a grain of mustard seed that's luke chapter 13 verse 8 which a man took a human being took a seed and cast it into his garden. That's all he had to do. God does the rest. You see, God does not need us. He can do everything by himself. You know, God don't really need us. But you know what? God wants us. Big difference. He wants you. I don't care what you may say. He wants you. Lord, he's calling us. He's after us. He's not going to lay down down, you, you to go astray like that. And he said, like a grain of mustard seed to which a man took and cast into the garden. And it grew and waxed a great tree. And the fowls of the air lodged in the branches of it. Now the mustard seed, I understand, is one of the smallest seeds in shrub. And that grows into a big mustard tree all the birds come on it. It's one of the largest shrub at the time there in Israel. That's what I'm being told. So you see, we never underestimate the spiritual thing. Never underestimate the kingdom of God that has begun in you. It's deep within. It's deep within. And so it is here, I think of the many times that um how God has moved and He's kept us. Wouldn't go on too much, but I want to just share the scripture with you. Romans chapter five verse one. Therefore being justified by what? Faith. What's the meaning of the word justified? Someone asked me that. Amen. Just as if you have never sinned. Perfect. You're being justified by faith and that's the work of the Lord that's beyond the human realm that brings in the reality of the divine realm into that perspective. He says that we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ therefore being justified by faith. And so I want to encourage us faith faith in God and as we Have this altar call. I want you to encourage us. There is a specific need you know of that you want to be prayed for. Just come. Just lay it at the altar here. Just give it over to the Lord. Give it over. You might be thinking of someone who may not be in the meeting. You You can stand in place for them. Come. Just pray that oh God is good you know he's good I think of Fanny J. Crosby who was the famous hymn writer she wrote maybe about 8,000 to 10,000 hymns there in New York and one thing after the other but it was not just writing those hymns or the, the inspiration of those hymns but she had to go through certain things and one day her rent was due she didn't know where she was going to, where that rent is going to be coming from. And she heard a knock on her door. She opened the door. Finally, she was, someone gave her an envelope. When she opened that envelope, guess what it is? It was the rent money. It was the exact amount of money to pay for her rent. Isn't God good? Amen. She wrote those beautiful words. All the way my Savior leads me. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt? Can we doubt His tender mercies? Who through life has been my guide? Though my weary steps may falter. And my way. He said, Heavenly peace, divinest comfort, hereby faith in Him to dwell. For I know what befall me, Jesus, doeth all things well. So the pathway of faith, whatever we go through, we should not be afraid of that. because He will sustain us. And He says here, a beautiful song that we sing in South America, Faith in God can move a mighty mountain. Faith in God can calm the troubled. Faith in God can make the desert like a fountain. Faith in God will bring the victory. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.